Hello everyone, this is Ken, the Runewalker, and you're listening to Runewalking in Modern Times. It is Thursday, February 13th, 2020, and uh, yeah, today is the Day of the Giants. So, let's get started. Um, I'm holding on to this beautiful piece of uh, petrified wood that... Um, someone gave me last weekend, someone I did a a, a reading for, so it's really beautiful, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm much appreciative of that. So, let's uh, reach into the red and black bag, which is the bag for the, uh, that hold my runes that are the quaking, or quaking aspen trees. Um... I'm very connected to those trees, uh, really a lot because uh, growing up where I did in Utah, up in the mountains above my home, there were a lot of those trees and, um, well, I guess we had some in our yard too, but uh, they've always been uh, a part uh, and always are connected to memories I have of growing up. So... See if we can cast some runes and talk about the message. A lot of people do these things differently. Um, I think I've explained my way before. Uh, I have experienced a friend of mine who does rune readings uh, I have experienced one of the ways that they do it uh, they will pull one rune and then let's just say it's Uru's so Uru's is made up of three uh, straight lines so then they'll pull three runes one for each of those uh, straight lines and kind of put them in that order and uh, read that way so that's maybe another way if you haven't ever tried that or thought of that before to cast and read your runes that might be a good way to do it that might be a way that works for you maybe is how I should put it Um, I don't think I've ever actually tried that so might be something for me to try too never felt called to The the most important thing with all this is just going with your intuition and going with what's what um you're prompted to do don't do it just because you have to do it because you feel prompted to do it that way so let's see which runes kind of end up staying in my hand and the message that they have That's interesting. Okay. So, we'll start there. Uh, there was only one that stayed in my hand, and it was Manas. So, with Manas, I know we've had. Uh, singular episodes on that before so let's let's pull one more rune to maybe influence it and give me a direction 
uh, to go. Uh, maybe a, a signifier that tells us, okay, this is the um, personality trait, or this is the characteristic of manas that we're going to talk about. So let's see what that does. So, Ansu's. So, so that's really interesting. Okay, so uh, I will tell you that uh, that immediately brings up for me uh, there was a, a guy I knew in high school, and uh, I just, I mean, everybody knew everybody where I grew up. And uh, so I just knew of him. And uh, recently, before I moved back to Oregon, I uh, was trying to sell, um, I had a Ford Explorer uh, that needed some work, of, you know, of course, that's why I was selling it, but, uh, and I couldn't sell it before I left. So probably uh, right around the time I left, he had messaged me and said, you know, I can't, uh, you know, would you be willing to let me have it early and I, I'll, I, I'll pay for it um, on the 1st when I get paid. And so that was uh, November 1st. And um, I said no at first. And then I thought, well, God, you know, I'll, I, you know, I'll help him out. This will be a nice kind of, this is something I can do to help somebody else out who needs some help especially because I don't have a ton of um, ton of money to help people out. So this will be good. So I said, I finally ended up saying, yeah, sure. Um, he literally lives like a block from my parents' house. Um, so, uh, you know, we it's small town. And um, he kept putting off paying me saying he was having a problem with his disability because uh, he had just had one of his legs amputated which is another reason I'm just wanting to help out and try to help out and uh, he'd also promised me you know I'll give you more than you're asking um, if you'll let me have it early and I'm like you don't need to do that just pay me what I'm asking when you can on the first of the month when you tell me you will so it is now February 13th and uh, finally, after, you know, I've screenshotted every conversation we've had. And um, as of last night, when I had asked if he had dropped the car back off because he had not uh, paid for it yet, uh, he's now blocked me. So um, it looks like I might have to make a trip to Utah. And... Uh, have a conversation. Is that a nice way of putting it? <laughs> so bringing this back around to the runes that I pulled, um, thinking about manas in terms of boundaries, also in terms of um, collaboration or partnership or making agreements in which coming together in which both uh, parties are, are um, on equal footing, um, no pun intended because he's an amputee, but uh, on equal footing, 
uh, on equal that we both have uh, that we're coming together in our in our honor and our power uh, very much like a, you know a marriage where two people come together and they're two coming together to make one they're not two halves of a whole everybody's on the up and up and your each party is contributing what they're supposed to so looking at manas in those terms um, it can be a rune of contracts uh, I have used it in weddings before um, but you know an, an interesting direction for that having brought Ansu's into it is that I see Ansu's as a rune of clearing um, but also a rune of binding and unbind, unbinding. I really love, I know that there's a, a passage in Galena Kraskova's book that talks about her using um, Ansu's to, uh, you know, unclog pipes or um, whatnot. I've used it to unlock doors. Uh, that's for fucking sure. So twice, actually. And uh, so... The power of our breath um, and of the breath to bind and unbind uh, things and combined with manas, it's an interesting idea to think about, uh, especially for me at the moment with this current situation I've just explained to you. Um looking at that contract, looking at contracts and agreements, social boundaries, social agreements, uh, and really looking at when, no, sorry, let me back that up. Looking at the power of them and also the power of creating them uh, with our breath and a vocal agreement um, that adds much strength and much power to them um, also really uh, looking at uh, well let me stop there too I there's a Facebook group that I belong to that I, I don't comment in um, but I follow some of the the posts and one of the posts uh, recently was how how does the concept of honor and uh, yeah honor work into the story of Tyr uh, losing his hand to uh, Fenris or Fenrir the wolf so um, how Sometimes when we've made an agreement or make agreements, um, we hold through on them and we hold up our end of the deal or our, our bargain. And um, there are things that are lost, uh, such as his hand um, in the story. Also, uh, where does that leave us 
when we've upheld our end of the bargain and it is something that's detrimental um, to ourselves. In the case of Tyr, it was to protect the high gods, even though it was done, uh, you know, in a tricky way. The only way that it could be made uh, okay or justified was for Tyr to be the one who, um, I mean, he kind of had to follow through because that's, he's the god of law, justice, um, even war, um, and yeah, so in that instance, he had to. Uh, I am by no means the god of, uh, you know, truth and justice, but, um, I might become the god of war in a little bit if I don't either get my money or get my car back. So, uh, <laughs> the, uh, please do not take that as a threat of bodily harm, even though I've thought about it. Um, so, back to the two runes, Manas and Ansus. When we speak that, or make that bargain or uh, connection, agreement, um, I think too often we get stuck in, well, I have to do that because I had to, or I made that, uh, I made that promise. And yes, I absolutely think that if you can keep your word, then you do. One way to, to kind of, I, we never think about renegotiating is where I'm going with this. We never think about renegotiating contracts or renegotiating, um, or trying to renegotiate things because we think we are just supposed to, uh, we're just stuck with it. We have to take it, uh, just the way it is. And we, there's no way we could, um, have the power to try and, and renegotiate to, you know, maybe the circumstances changed and you need to renegotiate. You can't always, um, stick to the way things were, um, maybe even take this beyond just contractual agreements into, you know, agreements with friends, agreements with, uh, you know, parents, agreements with different things, uh, friends, um, other social groups. Um, yeah, think about it. Everything changes. So the agreement that we made two years ago, that this is how we will be for this person, uh, might not work anymore for them or for you. So how many agreements do you have out there in the universe kind of hanging there that you maybe forgot that you had made or that are no longer uh, relevant, but they're holding some of your attention and your energy and they're still kind of holding you into a construct of being uh, enslaved to things that you don't even need to be enslaved to. Um, look at those things. Look at those uh, contracts um, and see what need what can be released, what might need to be renegotiated. Um, 
definitely uh, when you're looking for direction um, and guidance, I think that Tyr is definitely a, a, a god to um, ask help from. Um, and the rune uh, Tevaz, because Tevaz does point to a lot of times it will come through and I will see it as a, a compass. So where is my true north in this situation? Help me find my true north and help me find my truth in this situation or in this moment um, so that I might be able to make good and better decisions uh, for that. Um, yeah. So, Manas, Ansus, and then a little um, Tevas or Tiwas. Uh, yeah. I think that's kind of it for today. Also remember when you're making future agreements, you know, we can't be stopped from making agreements and, and um, contracts with people because we are afraid that things are going to, uh, that we're going to get screwed or that, um, you know, we're going to get dicked over in any way. So don't be afraid to make them, but understand too that who's to say you can't write into every contract. This contract may be renegotiated at any time, uh, because everything changes and put that clause in there and let people know, let those people know that that's kind of what you're working with. They don't want to, here's the thing. They don't want to be trapped into it uh, just as much as you don't want to be. And that's why I think sometimes this, um, when we look at manas, I almost see it as two isas holding up a dagas and dagas is always in motion. Um, also part of what makes up that rune is the other rune, Gabo. And Gabo is uh, about um, balance and exchange and balance is not static it's constantly moving so it's almost like um, you know Esau holding and balancing uh, this constant flowing movement and um, yeah I really I like that uh, visual because it does really for me uh, exemplify this concept of social boundary um, of always negotiating uh, where we're at in life the um, contracts boundaries even with ourselves and um, yeah I really like that so yeah that's uh, rune walking in modern times for today Thursday February 13th kind of the day of the giants and uh as always, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, you can send them my way via Anchor or you can visit uh, runewalker.com. Uh, there are links there to uh, send me an email. Uh, you can always find me on Facebook and Instagram as well. And don't forget to, uh, if you are into runes, figure out uh, or <laughs> find me at Web of Resonance too on a um, podcast where uh, a friend of mine and I, um, brilliant woman, Teresa Carmody, she pulls her tarot cards and I pull runes and we talk about uh, the divination that they've given us. 
So check that out and uh, take care.